You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This is Season 2. It's Episode number 43, Cubs Meatloaf. Not good enough. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. In this segment, Crawley interviews Danny Rocket, lead singer of the legendary Bleacher Bum Band. Joining me now on the Fly the W podcast, I have the lead singer of the Bleacher Bum Band, the host of the Sunranto Show, and the bard of the bleachers, Mr. Danny Rocket. Danny, how you doing today, buddy? Uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, Cubs have won the last two games. Kyle almost had a no-hitter last night, and so I'm feeling pretty good because I know you and me both live and die by how the Cubs do this time of year. And um, I'm also feeling good about um, this album that we just that the Bleacher Bump Band just put out, and I, I appreciate you having me on your pod to uh, talk all about it. Yeah, you, the Bleacher Bum Band. Now, in case our listeners aren't aware, the Bleacher Bum Band, it, I, I describe you guys as kind of like punk rockabilly for Cub fans. And I mean, I know it's hard to kind of pigeonhole you guys because your sound is so eclectic, but you guys really are the band for Cub fans and anybody that's around Wrigley Field. And so when your first album dropped, uh, I think it was what, 2021? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we we had attempted to drop it in 2020, but if uh, I actually don't think about what happened, just yeah, 2021 is when the the first album came out, and uh, it, we we had a lot of fun putting that together just because it gave us something to do while we were all stuck at home uh, finishing that record. And, and it came out, and, and to me, it was a huge hit, and Cup fans everywhere just absolutely fell in love with it. You know, coming back to Wrigley is one of my favorite songs. Cup Snakes Guy still makes me laugh. And of course, the legendary ballad of John Baker. And so you are a band out of Chicago. And obviously, you know, you, like I said, you're the lead singer. You are the uh, rhythm guitarist. Tell us about the other guys in the band. Well, uh, y'all know Bleacher Jeff. If you're a Cubs fan, you don't know Bleacher Jeff. Then I don't know where you've been living under a rock or something like that. He's good friends with uh, Ian Happ and a lot of the bullpen because he's out there in the left field well every single day uh, cheering on the Cubs, usually with a big big gold cup of Budweiser in his hand. But you can't miss him. He's a giant ogre of a man. He's He's got big hair and a big beard. And you, and you can see him from really, really anywhere in the ballpark unless you're stuck behind a pole. You can probably see him as well as you can see Ian Happ. Uh, if not better, he's bigger than Ian Happ. So um, – <laughs> You know, we met out in the bleachers. In fact, I think we met at spring training. We don't even remember the day we met. But uh, in the bleachers, him and I were sitting there watching a ball game uh, down there in the left field well. And uh, he told me that he's got a, a recording studio. And so 
that's uh i was like oh really let's go over there and, and jam he's like oh my brother-in-law might want to play with us and then all of a sudden i'm like well let me bring my bass player from my other band and all of a sudden bleacher bump band is bored literally in the bleachers but uh that's how bleacher jeff ended up getting to be part of the band uh jared gable is our bass player and we've been going to wrigley field together since we were I don't know, 12, 13 years old, something like that. Our parents were older parents, so they they didn't really care about the dangers of Wrigleyville in the 80s, and they would just let us go down there uh, by ourselves um, and uh, enjoy a ball game in the bleachers. So we've been doing that for years. We reconnected years and years later, and lucky for me, the dude's an awesome guy. I mean, I didn't see him basically since age 16 all the way to age 40 four or something like that <laughs> like so it was just 30 years gone and then uh he comes back into my life he plays bass for my band now like it's it, it, and it's and we're both huge cubs fans um the there's two stories about drummers the drummer on the album is a guy named darko kerjak and he lives in serbia and he's fa- he's uh in a famous band called the party breakers which is a really great band and you probably would like it more if you speak serbian but because it's all in Serbia, but it's a great rock band. They've been around for a long time and they're kind of famous. Like they play stadiums and they've got summer tours and they're playing really big events out there. And, um, uh, but he played, his wife was going to uh, Northwestern as, as a costume designer. And so our old bass player, Aljin is a Bosnian guy hooked us up with this Serbian drummer. He ends up being our drummer for a little bit of time. Like in 2019, he goes back to, to Serbia he is actually on our first record, too, because we had to record everything remotely at that time. But he's such a great drummer that when our drummer quit, our regular drummer, Mikey Southside, who, by the way, was a Sox fan, so wasn't a great fit anyway. When he quit, I called up Darko. I'm like, hey, man, do you have time to record the drums for another uh, Bleacher Bum band? Because we, had album, because we hadn't found a new drummer yet. So, uh so Darko recorded all the drums for this album out in Serbia. So that's kind of a fun little story. I, I don't even know if he understands baseball because, you know, <laughs> it's not a big sport out there. But our new drummer is awesome. Young guy, huge Cubs fan. We call him. I don't we're trying to think of a name for him. Uh, his name's Tony, but we can call him like Tony Terrific, Tony Two Times. You know, we, we're not sure we, we need a, a Cub fan nickname for him. So that's who else is in uh, the Bleacher Bum Band when you'll see us live, uh, you know, when we play this summer. Yeah, and, and and that's the fun thing is I got to see Tony play with you guys over on opening day uh, at Output, and it was an absolute blast, and everybody was loving it. And so, of course, on 6-9, you drop the new album. I love the cover. Uh, for those of you subscribing to the YouTube channel, 670 The Score, you can see this picture of the album cover right here, and it's perfect. Out of left field, which is where you guys hang out, and the picture is from Ball Hawk Corner on Waveland and Ken Moore. And I mean, I think that name is just pretty self-evident, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it kind of works in both ways. And in the fact that there's the old phrase, like, you know, if you're a little, you know, uh, neurodivergent, they say, yo, he's coming out of left field. And we're all kind of those kind of gentlemen in this band. Uh, <laughs> I would say uh, at the, well, at this point in our existences. And, um, you know, of, of course we actually do hang out in left field and it has a very huge Cubs tie-in because I know you know just such a uh, you know scholar of Cubs history where the out of left fields comes from and it's is it it's the old uh, West Side grounds West Side grounds yeah 
they used to have an insane asylum in left field and you supposedly could hear people like screaming and laughing and all sorts of weirdness coming out of there. And it was actually uh, out in left field was the original uh, phrase of it. And, you know, just how the etymology of phrases go as you work through time, um, it became out of left field and now it became an album. Well, it looks, you know, I got you, you sent me some uh, copies of the song. And of course, some of them I've heard before, some of them I heard for the first time, but I absolutely fell in love with this album. There are nine songs representing nine innings, and it's really a good mix. You know, it is what the Bleacher Bum does best, which is, you know, putting the Cubs experience in songs. And it's, it's got something for everybody. So, you know, there, you know, you got the We Are the Cubs, which is a good album kickoff. Hugwatch, which, you know, a lot of times I know that you kind of your songs go in different iterations as things change. But obviously, when it comes time to the trade deadline, especially the last few years, we've seen a lot of hug watching um, Blue Friday. I believe you and I were at that game when after the game, they traded Rizzo and they proceeded to trade uh, Baez and Bryant was with minutes left to go before the trade deadline. Uh, the Ballad of Poncho Boy for those on Twitter, just just an absolute crack up for those that know the story of Bleacher Jeff's seat being taken by somebody that comes to less than 20 games. You got a tribute to 1969. And then I laughed at Steve Garvey's hairy arms just because you and I have talked <laughs> about that 84 team in our in our young introduction to disappointment. You got damn Steve Bartman. And then the last song is Steve Stone, which is, I've, I've talked to you about it. it. Being a deadhead, the dead just played this weekend. It's got like a, a very, very punky, but psychedelic vibe that I absolutely love. And like, I don't know, like you're, you're, a lot of your songs are very up tempo. And this is just kind of gives me a little chill time to just kind of jam and, 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 and sway along with the music, man. So just a, <laughs> just a great album. And that's what I'm usually doing at that time is swaying to the music, if not staggering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That last one to Steve stone that we we've been joking about it that we call it two chords in the truth, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's the only kind of socks related. This is for the whole city of Chicago. And it, the one song you failed to mention, it was old style, which there's a couple of songs on here that are just Chicago centric, you know, and that, you know, old style is, even though it's brewed in Wisconsin, it's, it is known as like the Chicago beers, these old style signs everywhere. Uh, that one was actually co-written by Bleacher Jeff. Cause we were thinking like, Hey, what Chicago things can we write about? And um, old style, just top of top of list as, as it were. But um, yeah, well, I mean, I hope that Chicago digs this album and Cubs fans, I think will relate to it at the very least. I, you know, and, and, and it's one of those things too, that you do remind me of the dead, that even though your songs are great on the album, it's even more fun. It's more of a trip seeing it live, man. So we'll, we'll talk about some of the gigs, but Danny, you've been kind enough to take out the old guitar and uh, play us a couple of tunes here off the new album. So for those of you that want, again, this is a different version. This is an acoustic version that Danny's going to be performing. But if you want to hear the whole album with these songs, absolutely. We'll give you, we'll talk to you about how you can do that. But what are we hearing first here, Danny? Well, I, I'll, uh, I guess I'll start with hug watch, you know, and I'll preface it by, I'm not going to play the whole song of any of these, you know, I'll just give you like a little snippet of them. Um, Cause you should really go and hear the songs, how we mixed them and intended them and everything with Jeff and Jared and uh, Darko playing on it. But uh, you know, as you said, we've been doing it and it looks like this year might be no different um, <laughs> in that, we, that we're going to be end up watching at the end of July for our favorite players being traded off the Cubs. At least this year, it won't be quite as 
it's not your Rizzo's and your core dudes. But anyway, I wrote this song based upon a um, lot, lot of hug watching. Hug watch, watching for hugs. All your favorite players getting traded from the Cubs. Hug watch. Hug watch. Hug watch. What do you got? Don't want to give up nothing, but you want to get a lot. Division contenders want to take all of the players while you're filling up the system with a bunch of teenagers. Hug, watch, watching for hugs. All your favorite players getting traded from the Cubs. Hug, watch, watching for hugs. All your favorite players getting traded from the Hug, watch. Hug, watch. And then there's a couple more verses. I'm just nervous it's going to be a stroh hug watch. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Well, especially after how he's been pitching and like, you know, I think I don't, you know, I know everybody says he's older and, you know, but he's not that old. And, and you're kind of like, well, then who, then who will be pitching then? Because I'm not sure. Otherwise, can you imagine what Cubs history would have been like that instead of getting Cole Hamels, they ended up getting Justin Verlander would have been nice. And I mean, and wouldn't it be nice if the Cubs, okay, don't get Stroh, but give me Otani. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is that so much to ask? Otani or bust, baby. Well, what 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 do you got next for us here? <clears throat> well, um, I guess I I need to preface this one. Um, it's that I'll 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 do the ballad of Poncho Boy, which is uh, the at least I'll do a verse from it. Which I'll preface. You mentioned there was a, a a season ticket holder who one day tried to exact his vengeance upon uh, Bleacher Bum Band's guitar player Bleacher Jeff, who always sits down in the left field well. So this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, apparently one day Jeff was saving some seats down there for all his friends and some guy came and he wanted to sit there. And Jeff said, well, these seats are saved. I'm saving them for my friends. And he had a towel down and whatnot. So it made the guy really mad. And he just sat there, but he stewed about it the entire time. You know, was, was, was not happy. And then a couple weeks later, the guy drove back from Iowa with, you know, fire in his eyes. And um, it, he had a plan. And that plan was to uh, run to Jeff's usual seat and i understand it's general admission and it's not his seat it's not doesn't have number and a row printed on it but um he went and he quote unquote stole the seat now you know it's fair game uh the seat but uh jeff went up there he said hey buddy you know like just so you know i usually sit here i'll buy you a beer if you let me sit here the guy's like absolutely not i got here first <laughs> is my seat 
So, and then the funny thing about it is that uh, it rained that day. It was a bobblehead day, and you had to get there early to get the seat in the first place, and you had to get there early to get the bobblehead. But that man and his girlfriend or wife sat there, or or abused friend, <laughs> <laughs> sat there in that first row of the, the left field well all game for seven hours straight in the pouring rain. They would not relinquish the seat. Jeff was down in the tunnel. I'm not going to sing the whole, but in the whole song, you'll hear the entire story of it, but um, uh, I'll just play a verse. So you got to get what it's all about. So um, what key is this in? Oh yeah. A bobblehead Saturday in the rainy month of May. A smattering of bleacher fans were waiting at the gate. Fans began to stream to go see their favorite team. They made three separate lines to pass through security. There was one man who had a plan and knew just where to go. Run to section 504 and down to the first row. He had come prepared for rain with a plastic poncho. He'd get revenge with his girlfriend without getting soaked. And he sat there in the rain for seven hours straight. He sat right through the weather that had made the game delayed. With his plastic poncho on, he sat all afternoon long. That's why I'm writing. Poncho Boy, this song. Oh, and again, I'll never forget that day and and the 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 tweet, the tweet, the tweet, and and people's reaction. It was it was one of those things where you just got that popcorn gif, where you're just kind of just watching this <laughs> thing play. <laughs> yeah, and, and I love those you know kind of little stories about being a part of the ballpark fabric. It's like that's like on our first album, the Ballad of John Baker was just some random game in 2014 where the backup catcher happened to get the win, and then that becomes like an anthemic, uh, you know, song that the Bleacher Bump Band does all the time, and it, like this one. Uh, same thing, you know, it's just like you just take these dumb stories that happen at the ballpark because you never know what you're going to see and or what's going to happen, whether it be to the fans or to the players or to the game or whatever. And this was, uh, you know, Jeff will never live it down. You know, that's for sure. You know, um, and neither will Pancho Boy because now he's enshrined, enshrined in song. He is part of Cubs lore. All right, give me, give me, can you do me some Steve Garvey's hairy arms or what do you, what, what do you think? Oh, sure. Yeah, I'll give you a little Steve Garvey's hairy arms because this is our first. I know you were around there in 1984. I was 10 years old and I remember uh, those games and it's, you know, it stayed up late to, to watch that one when Lee Smith gave up the homer in the bottom of the ninth. And the next day the Cubs were winning in game five and it all kind of went south. And uh, so this is like, it's kind of funny. It's a, it's a bit of a psychedelic number, but it's a, like, it's, it's all about like basically childhood baseball trauma. <laughs> so. and, and, and again, this, this image of Steve Garvey with his little arm in the air, all hairy and gross yeah. sticks with you. So let me hear what you got. Well, and you know, also just what, what timing I have now, because it, I think he's going to run for office right now in California. I saw on the news. So, um, He's, al he's also coming to Rosemont for the national show in July. Mm. So I've been looking everywhere to find a picture of Steve Garvey's hairy arms. I can't find a good 
picture of him doing that, but uh, he's going to be in Chicago. So maybe you just want to go there and heckle him. I have no idea. Well, I'll go play him the song. I'll bring it. Hey, Steve, I wrote a song about you. <laughs> when I was just a boy at 10 in 1984, before I drank an old style or my first shot of Malloy, the Cubs played San Diego to be champs of the NL, won the first two games at Wrigley, but it all went to hell. The Padres put up seven to put away game three. A homer off of Frazier and five on Eckersley. Then in a seesaw battle in critical game four, the Cubbies lit up Gossage and they evened up the score. In Lee Smith's second inning in the bottom of the ninth, he got a strikeout swinging, everything was going fine. Then Lee gave up a single off the bat of Tony Gwynn. Steve Garvey hit a home run, the Padres got the win. He ran around the bases with his fist held in the air. His wrist up to his elbow was all covered in hair. It's a painful memory that broke my prepubescent heart. But I got TNT. Oh, sorry, I screwed up. But I got PTSD from Steve Garvey's area. Then there's another verse. I, I can, I, like I said, still picture that, like you said, that home run to Lee Smith, and he looks like he's in shock after giving it up. Definitely some PTSD. Yeah. Now, or, or TPTS, or whatever the hell I was about to say. <laughs> Bitsy's best bits. It's live, man. It's live. It, 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 that's the fun thing. Now, if anybody is interested, they can go to your Bleacher Bum Bam streaming pages. You guys are on all the services, Spotify, well, YouTube. Not yet. Not yet. But not yet. The yeah. 17th. Yeah, well, it, it, it's funny how it works. It just kind of gets un, uh, you know, unleashed little by little by whatever the individual streaming services decide to put it up. But, uh, yeah, it should be right around the 17th. Really, what what on the 17th is more of a celebration of releasing the album that we're going to do at Output Lounge on uh, right after the ball game, after the Cubs play the Orioles. Um, right, right after that's done, we'll be over at Output Lounge, which is just north of Wrigley Field on Clark. You see a picture of me and Bleacher Jeff there on opening day. Um, that you took that picture, huh? I did. Yeah, that's a good one. That's calendar material, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we, uh, so yeah, so we're, we're, we're quote unquote releasing it or celebrating it that, but that day, but right now you can, what we're doing is I know people don't consume music this way anymore, which is really a shame for musicians to be honest, because it makes it hard for us to sell our music, you know, and, uh, and really do this for a living. It makes it, it difficult to have a financially viable musical project but so what we're doing is we're selling a t-shirt instead of an album but it's called the shelbum it's a shirt it's an album and you get to download the record you could also just when i give you the link you can download it off of google drive listen to it and whatever you listen to things on and you can also of course stream it from google drive because google drive allows you to stream it from there before it hits all the major streamers there's also um uh, a different version of the song you just heard called Steve Garvey's hairy arms with, with actually some real audio of that moment. 
cool. and a psychedelic beginning and ending. But I couldn't release it that way because, you know, the express written consent of Major League Baseball was was not obtained uh, <laughs> or, or tried to be. I don't want to deal with that stuff. So I'm like, that's ah, just a little moment. But I can give it to the people who buy the Shalbum, which is a Bleacher Bum Band shirt. It's black with like fluorescent, says Bleacher Bum Band, kind of in the style of the old 1980s. Uh, 90s shirts it's fluorescent uh lettering which is back in um i'm wearing a tie-dye right now as you can see with bright colors and um so uh you can buy the album if you go to sunranto.com which is my podcast slash slash bleacher bum band and shirt you, and an album that's quite the deal shirt and an album or you could just buy the shirt or just buy the album depending on how you want to do it. Um, it's also like available to our $5 Patreon subscribers at sunranto.com. Uh, you get it that way. We Bleacher Bum Band also has a Patreon, so look that up. Uh, Patreon.com slash Bleacher Bum Band. And you can get all of our music. Anytime we put out like a parody song or, or know about gigs, we have uh, plans to do special events for our Patreon members and special releases. Also, our Patreon members have heard versions of these songs as we've been writing them and mixing them. Because, um, you know, I, I've sent out demos and just to kind of like test balloons in a way, you know, but you get to hear this stuff first and kind of see the process if you're our patron. And those people already received the album as well. So, um, and then by the 17th, it should be on all the Spotify's and the YouTube musics and the Pandora's and the uh, whatever the title. I don't know. And, and again, just a reminder on the 17th, you guys will be playing the album debut party at, at output in Wrigleyville, right on Clark street, best wings in Wrigleyville. Yeah. Uh, approximately around 5. PM. You never know with games and this and that free show. And there's tons of raffle prizes, which I always love. They're always hilarious. I don't know if the Nick Magical bobblehead will be making its return, but uh, you know, I, actually, I actually managed to give that away. Yeah, that's a good point, Carl. You always help us too when you come out to the gigs. Uh, unfortunately, you won't be around for this one, but uh, we have a raffle and we have all sorts of Cubs bobbleheads and I got a luggage tag and we'll give away a, a shirt or two. And um, it, so there's always something you know fun that we like to make it fun for Cubs fans, get a little gear out there. And um yeah, it's just a good time. It will play, play for probably about an hour, and um, it's free, like you said, but you better get there because I know a lot of people are planning to even come in from out of town. I'm super excited to see a lot of our fans. And also, we have another gig coming up. Uh, it, we're kind of doing a, a – a, well, we're going to South Bend, Indiana. On July 8th, we'll be singing the national anthem before the game, and then we're playing in a place called McCormick's Coney Island right downtown – uh, South Bend, they're a really great dive bar. Looking forward to rock it out. We'll play after the South Bend Cubs game there. So uh, two chances to see us coming up, and then we'll we'll add some more dates throughout the summer. And I can tell you, uh, we, we we went to South Bend before, and uh, they, they, they remember us very clearly. <laughs> it was quite the event. But, you know, like I said, you guys, the Bleacher Bum Band, are part of the fabric of the Wrigley Field experience. Um, I really, if you're, you know, hearing about this band for the first time, they're also on Twitter at Bleacher Bump Band. Uh, you can also follow Danny and he'll always have information about the Bleacher Bump Band at, at Sunranto. And so really, like I said, download it, listen to it. And I guarantee you, I, I can just tell you as a Cub fan, there's just so much to love and enjoy about this band. I'm really excited for you, Danny, and can't wait to, to see what happens this summer and catching you live. 
Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you're, you're always like a, a huge part of our shows, Crawley. And, you know, just up there singing our songs back to us and, and getting the crowd into it. And, you know, it's it's just a great party. And uh, the more the merrier, as far as I'm concerned. And and also, I want to say, like, uh, you know, good. Uh, have a nice trip to Myrtle Beach. Go tell those kids we're all counting on them up here in Chicago. The birds are in first place. The birds are hot. So Cub fans have faith. Follow Sunranto. Follow the Bleacher Bum Band. Download the album. I don't. You don't get the shirt, but well, order the album. How's that? Yeah, shirt, and, album, album. Yeah, it's all good. And thank you so much, Danny, for coming on here. And I, and like I said, get this album. Buy it. Yeah, buy it.